0: Come in.
1: Hey, man, I'm sorry I'm late the train the train.
0: Shut up! You're here! And good thing, because we've got lots of work. It's Employee of the Month with Katie Lazarus, the talk show featuring unforgettable guests with incredible jobs. And now, here's my boss and your host, Katie Lazarus. Employee of the Month. Uh, in this episode, I sat down with the one and only Sharon Van Eaton, who is a um, delightful and imaginative, um, and utterly original voice in music. She's an indie darling, which I hope that doesn't come off as a cloying phrase because it's a genuinely deserved one in that she is a darling human being and her music is so beautiful. Um, She spoke eloquently about why she wants to also go to school at the same time and how challenging it is to um, stay passionate when your art is your business it is um increasingly difficult in any industry everyone can relate um spoke about that i encourage you to check out her albums you can go to spotify you can even buy them uh because i was in love epic tramp are we there and her latest ep i don't want to let you down and she also um, performed live and you will see that the um pain in the arse Aspect of performing live means that sometimes uh, your tuner is not working when you thought it would be. Uh, without, without any more nonsense, here's my interview with Sharon Van Eaton. Enjoy.
1: Comes up, I'm in trouble. Every time the sun comes up, I'm in trouble. People say I'm a one hit wonder, but what happens when I have to? Your bathroom, even when the sun comes up, I'm in trouble, even when the sun comes up, I'm in trouble. Every time the sun comes up, I'm in trouble Every time the sun comes up, I'm in trouble Every time the sun comes up, I'm in trouble Every time the sun comes up I see double That's just super stressful for you. A little stressful, but it was funny. That was like, that's like the most upbeat song that I had. And <laughs> <laughs> I had to compromise by finger picking it just then. And uh, that's what I got, guys. So what? Uh, <laughs> downhill from here. Sorry. Um, I wanted to ask you, you worked at McDonald's, uh, IHOP. Aster.
0: Aster Place. Well, I was going to first ask about hygiene. Oh, I was, I was,
1: Subway. Ooh, they freeze their vegetables.
0: Subway freezes their vegetables. And their
1: half-baked bread. They portion everything. Well, they did it in 1999. What is the portioning? What is the portioning? Oh, like, you know, it's like one, two, and three. So it's like a six-inch and a 12-inch. And I guess they have bigger (laughs) ones now? I don't know. But they had, like, one and two, and they would have, like, paper in between every one, and they would have them pre-cut and everything.
0: Okay, so they're only...
1: And they freeze tomatoes. Cooked. And they yeah. freeze tomatoes. They
0: freeze tomatoes. Fuck that? I'm never not going and there Tennessee. again.
1: In Tennessee, this is Tennessee. <laughs> Maybe they don't do that in
0: New York. I don't know. So, would you say between McDonald's, IHOP, and Subway, which is the most hygienic? <laughs> that that silence is a vote of confidence. If I K- ever heard. Well, we- <laughs> Katie Lazarus asking the hard
1: questions. <laughs> Get right to it. Curious. McDonald's wasn't that bad, actually. That was my favorite of the three. I got to say. That's good to know. I got to raise like every three days because they're like, you know how to use a fryer? (laughs) You're doing, you're going to do, you're going to do, okay, from French fries to hamburger to register.
0: I love this. Pretty
1: quick. (laughs) And then, (laughs) and then, and donuts, what is the secret ingredient? You worked in donuts and then I know you make your own donuts. I make my, I've made them once. I had the little, I had the little mini guys. I like baking things in general. I have like a kitchen right now, which is pretty exciting, with like a normal size oven where I can fit pans in it first and one <laughs> this is your your first oven first full size oven wow, New York living you know
0: that's amazing
1: but uh i but I think honestly the 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 make mixing things by hand and just regular ingredients without using any shit i think it, and making it with love is the most important, and the couple that I work with at the donut place was pretty incredible. They were so sweet.
0: Just don't put shit in it.
1: Don't put shit in it. <laughs>
0: I thought that was sort of the definition of a donut. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to ask about Kip Malone. Uh, he's friends with our, our trumpeter as well, but he helped... Um, love, he ha- love Kip. He helped what if you were like, meh, he's only okay. Like and then like maybe they weren't that close as friends, well. sorry about that. Um, but at the at your beginning of your career here, you you um I wanted just to hear about you contacting him and, and how that went down.
1: Well, it was kind of random. I had I had just moved back home to Jersey from living in Tennessee for a while and a friend of mine told me about a band called Celebration playing Bowery and I looked up where Bowery was because that was my first time in the Bowery Ballroom, probably about 10, 11 years ago and um, I saw that Kit Malone was opening the show and I saw a photo a photograph of him and he I realized that it was the older brother of a friend of mine that went to, I went to high school with who was the first person to ever make me play in, in front of people. It was like an Amnesty International concert when I was in high school That's like awesome. to raise money for it. But I went to the show, and I introduced myself to him. He was surrounded by a group of people, but I just said, you don't know me, but your brother was really cool, <laughs> and that was a great show. And I live here now, uh, if you want to ever hang out or whatever, and he was really gracious and, you know... shook my hand but I let him hang with his friends and then I went up and sat at the bar for a little while and he came and found me and he asked me what I was doing back in town and said I was playing music and trying to figure out if I could move to New York and I had a CD in my bag that I gave to him and he actually listened to it and had introduced me to venues and people in New York just to see what was happening in Brooklyn back then that's awesome He's, he's got a heart of gold, that man.
0: Um, now, I hope this isn't a photo of you from high school, although it might be, but we have uh, a photo here. High school? We have braids, and uh,
1: not much has changed. <laughs> you look straight out of the American Girl catalog. My mom actually did dress me like her. Yeah, Molly. <laughs> Molly from Pleasant Company. I didn't have glasses though But she would make all of my clothes <laughs> Your mom would? Yeah, she, she was a very, very talented seamstress that's yeah. inc- Your mom had, you had five children Did she make clothes for everyone? The girls
0: Okay, ooh, I like when sexism works in our favor <laughs> Well, that's you great. haven't seen all the photos but That's true, yeah. that's true I, I'm obsessed with the American Girl doll catalog because they still they sell a doll that was a slave and now she's free and you can buy her back. No.
1: Now they you also... Gotta, you gotta get your catalog. I don't know what's been going on I, for you since then. I'm obviously out of touch, but my... So I, I believe I, you're
0: in touch <laughs> and that's why you're not receiving an American Girl doll catalog <laughs> now that you're over the I age of 15. I think it's important to know
1: what kids buy. My friend just told me that now... They have the, the, this still exists, but also you can make the doll look like your child. So then you order the doll like your child. So then the kid is like, oh, look, I'm not special.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I need this inanimate object that won't talk too much (laughs) instead. Now, in addition to being an uh, unbelievable musician, um, you started to um, look into going to school as well. I heard that you were very interested in therapy um, and and being a therapist potentially. How do you feel about that?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm a little emotional right now. But I would like to blame my parents. I'm really nervous and excited. But it's, you know, I've been touring pretty solid for the last, you know, eight, well, since 2010 for sure, nine months out of the year, every year. And and I've met a lot of fans that have responded intensely to my hilarious music <laughs> and like, and tell me pretty intense stories that I just don't feel qualified for because they have been through intense situations, have beautiful stories to tell me, but I feel a responsibility that if this is what I'm doing for myself and I have decided to share it with the world that I should learn more about what it means and why people are deeply affected and want to talk to me about it. So I just got into school and I'm starting. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> so I'm going to school part-time uh, starting next Tuesday. And um, I'm picking up my, t- my textbooks. And um, my brother got me a backpack for Christmas.
0: Awesome. <laughs> Awesome, and you're gonna keep
1: keep writing. Yeah, that's why I'm only going to school part-time, because I still, I need music for me. So, yes. and if people end up liking those things that I make outside of school, then that will become a record one day, I just don't know when. Well, I selfishly, on behalf of everyone who loves your music and you've had numerous
0: albums, um, hope that you continue that passion in whichever way that it still feels like a passion and not a business.
1: Exactly, thank you, I appreciate that. <coughs>
0: Um, and I got you a book because you won't be needing any. I'm kidding, you'll need a lot. But, but before I give you... Um, is it Bedwetter? I, I, you, can, you can potentially have Bedwetter too, but the Empathy Exams, um, which is a, uh, it's a, a, about a, a kid, uh, excuse me, a kid, a grown-up, someone who's, uh, once they're 20, they're a kid as far as I'm concerned. Um, it's, it's about learning about empathy, which you have tons of, um, but I thought it would be a good, a good route in. But before we let you go... I just want to have one very serious um, request from you, and that is um, you were working in Astor Place Wines. We wanted to do a very serious wine tasting test uh, with you. This is, um, I'm an expert, a connoisseur of wine. I'm kidding. Um, Except for stealing some poor guy's wine. Um, Would you like another wine? Okay. Um, So I brought two wines. here, and I don't know if you're supposed to, you know,
1: do this okay. or chortle
0: it, you know, I don't know how it goes, I don't know what chortling even is here, I think it's a form of laughing, <laughs> hopefully you won't laugh through your nose. Chortling. I have no idea what that is. I just added that. It sounded What's British.
1: It? It, it sound, it's it's e- a type of e- laughter. You e- sounded confident when you said it, and that's all that matters in tasting wine. One of the key things when doing wine testing is your
0: chortling ability, actually. Um, not just figuring out whether it has a burnt coffee-like taste. Does that mean laughing? Doesn't chortle mean laughing? Yeah, it laughing? is. Yeah. It is. You guys, I hope you are chortling a lot right now. Um, along with Sharon. So Sharon, we have one in A. I didn't want to fool you in one direction or the other or sway you in one direction or the other or chortle okay. you, depending on how you look okay. at it. Um, okay. So, t- so you'll try it and tell us which one is the nice brand and which one is the ghetto brand. Should I tell you what the ghetto brand is? You might be able to figure it out.
1: Ooh, nice legs on that one.
0: Woo! I like the smelling of it. You're looking at this the body. Was, this was, this Cup's a little dirty. This is red wine.
1: <laughs> she yeah, knows Great color, good. great color.
0: She's chortling it away right now, guys.
1: <laughs> Gargling away. Woo! That one's got a little heat on it. It's got heat. I like that. That sounds hot.
0: hot. That wine's got some heat so on it. It's got some
1: alcohol in there, guys. Be careful. That one's pretty nice. Okay,
0: good. Uh, one is, do you know which, Do you have a guess of what one is? Was it on the menu? I <laughs> know. Uh, uh, it, it won't be now, hopefully. Or hopefully it's not on the menu. It is... Um,
1: which one costs more, right? Yeah, is it, right? you guessed the right one.
0: You knew which one was the fancy one. I have it here for you, the rest of the bottle. <laughs> Ned and Henry's Hewitson. This is the fancy one. The not fancy one is...
1: What the rest of the band is drinking downstairs. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yellowtail. Nice. She got it, you guys, ladies and gentlemen, a brilliant, brilliant woman. Um, you're gonna come back at the end and sing us a- uh, again for us. Yes. Um, it is such a pri- it is such a privilege to learn how to chortle. Um, it's such a pleasure to have you here, Sharon. i I speak on behalf of everyone here and saying what a great fan I am of your music and of
1: you as a person. So thank you, thank you for coming out. This is a new song for you. Thank you very much. It's about getting lucky. I
0: need that, I like that. Cool. You need that too right now.
1: Thank you, lucky stars, you got lucky, yeah, you are. It breaks my heart to picture you lonely. all that you have not much that you need I'm waiting out here while I dip my feet waiting on you it could be sweet Yeah, you
0: are. Sharon the one and only. Woo! Sharon, thank you so, so much. Your EP, I Don't Want to Let You Down, is out. You didn't anything but let us down. Thank you so, so much for coming out. That's it for this episode of Employee of the Month. I want to thank Brain Pickings for generously donating... Um, to Employee of the Month Show and encourage you all to do the same. It enables us to um, get such wonderful talent um, on the show and bring you these episodes. And I also want to thank Alex Seiner from Superfine Audio for editing this podcast together. Go to at Katie Lazarus um, and com and our Facebook page to find out about more live tapings because it's a joy to be there. I also feel like this is an intimate experience. Like, the two of us together right now, maybe it's three, but I don't know who's in your car. I actually don't even know how many bedrooms you have. Like, you could have 17 cats listening to this episode alongside you. Um, Thanks to all of you who listen in uh, whatever um, form your body takes, be it feline, um, bovine, or just human. I'm not putting you down for being a human. I'm just acknowledging that that's sort of the expected listener. Thanks so much. Until next time.